I stole shoes when I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods. Senior year of high school, probably about halfway through the year, you start to realize if you're going to go to college, you need to save up as much money as you can that summer, basically. I had a connection with the manager at Dick's Sporting Goods, got a job in the footwear department. At first, it was fine. I didn't mind it. As a high school kid, I should put that in perspective. I realized if I had to work at Dick's every weekend, I would miss a lot of my friends' graduation parties. I understand that I need to make money, but I also, that's really important for me to be at my friends' graduation parties. Having a tight-knit group of friends, thats that was important to us at the time. Probably more important than it really was. I have this many days off, sick days and stuff. I'm going to start using those days, but I need to keep making money. One day I'm in there, and I'm helping a customer find a pair of shoes, and he says, I want to try on both feet. Well, I'm sure most of you know that one shoe has the security ink thing on it that you have to get taken off when you buy the shoes at the front desk. So I realized, well, if I just say that customers want to try on both shoes, I can pop the ink thing off during my day, and I can start stealing shoes at night. The shoe department, we do our own inventory. We do the count at the end of the night, and there's a box compressor back there. The first time I was nervous, it was sloppy. I acted like I was taking the trash out. I got a nice pair of shoes. I threw the shoe box in our box compressor. Started out, like I said, just a pair of running shoes to try it. Then I... Got a little more comfortable, got a couple pairs of Kobe's, then I got some Kyrie's, and I started taking pretty much one pair of shoes a week. And now I'm good at this, and we still have a couple months in the school year left. So people at school start noticing, like, damn, Tom, you got some serious, serious footwear. <laughs> I got a lot of shoes, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm working at Dick's Sporting Goods right now. And they're like, yeah, get an employee discount. I'm like, I do. Actually, and the employee discount was bullshit. It was like five percent. Like I couldn't even afford half the shoes, even if I even if I worked all the time, I couldn't afford half the shoes when I was saving up for school. So, in my head, I was it was completely justified to steal these shoes. Again, as a high schooler, not saying it was right, but as a high schooler, it was justified. My buddies are asking me if they can buy shoes on the employee discount. Do the math. Sure, because if I'm stealing the shoes anyway, I can make commission on these shoes to them. Paying 115 is way better than paying 130 for a pair of shoes. But if I'm just making 115 bucks, I'm really not doing anything wrong because my buddies are still getting a discounted price and I'm taking the liberty to steal these shoes. And it was on after that. I was making bank. I probably sold and I would probably sell five pairs of shoes a week on top of working. So you're thinking like I'm taking a pair of shoes a day virtually and I'm making now I'm making 500 bucks a week. And I did that for about a month. And I was good at it. I have to say, not that it was, not that I'm proud that I was stealing because it was fucked up. But again, you think about it. I'm a punk high school kid. I'm working for a billion dollar corporation. You think I give a shit if I take a couple pairs of shoes? And I had gotten so good at it. We had a special room for the really expensive shoes or the custom shoes that would come in the shoe vault. You had to have a key to get in there. Only the managers had a key. But I was tight with the managers who worked there, so I had a key. I would go into the shoe vault get my shoes and I would just check off the inventory clipboard and act like I was selling shoes. I would just have my buddies come in, try on the shoes, tell them you want to try both feet on. I'd go pop the uh, security ink off and I, and this is the best part. I had a Nike backpack and it was just, it just appeared to be my school bag. I had it with me all the time, but the old Nike backpacks, I don't know if a lot of people will know this. The old school Nike backpacks had a zipper on the bottom. So it was literally like the bottom of the bag 
there was a zipper so the bottom would drop out and there's like almost like a secret pocket if you didn't know where it was you would never see it so i would tuck the shoes in the bottom of this backpack zip them up at the end of the night they had security checks they would check your bags the managers would but they're digging through the normal middle part of my bag just looking for looking through my books and stuff to see if i would take something and the shoes would be underneath the whole time and nobody would ever check and you couldn't tell because the books are on top and then you have the cloth layer and that pocket on the bottom so unless someone really took the time to find that bottom pocket on these nike backpacks then nobody would ever know gosh i did that for like i said a month made bank on it made fat bank <laughs> i had like drug dealer money from working at dick's sporting goods it got to a point in, in the summer where I kept telling them, they started to rotate, the person that I was hired under, like the personal connection I had to work there, he ended up being relocated, so it was a rotation of managers, and some of the managers were just dicks, because the funny thing, ironically, the funny thing about it was, even though I was stealing shoes from under their nose, I was their best employee, I got employee of the month and got like gift cards for food places, I think three out of the five months I was there, so it was hilarious to me the whole time, they think I'm this great employee, and I'm fucking stealing shoes, It was it was a crazy thing, but again, as a high schooler, you're just not thinking like morally long term with that. At least I wasn't thinking that way because to me it was make as much money as I can while still being able to optimize having the most fun with my friends that summer. So I felt like I was doing both. And near the end of the summer, I think there was probably only like a month or two left of the summer, I just stopped going to work. I'm like, fuck this. I've made so much money. I have a shoebox full of money. I've got a great collection of shoes now. My I, it was it was just a wonderful summer for me, and I just stopped going to work. And I, at first, I would tell them I was sick, and then I just stopped calling in. I remember my parents being so pissed when they came back. They're like, aren't you supposed to be at work? I'm like, no. I went to so-and-so's graduation party last night. I'm not fucking going into work. Don't need to. Don't need the money. Looking back on it, I was just a jackass. I was a punk, but I had enough, just enough money to scrape by my first semester. And then I ran out of money at school, so at college. So it was kind of funny. Life lesson there. But, uh... <laughs> as far as listening to my parents, it was one of those things I just, I really, I felt like, I felt like I had to do it. And it felt kind of, it felt kind of fun being the plug for all my buddies who wanted shoes <laughs> for basketball and stuff because I'm making bank off of it. Definitely the most outlandish thing I did as an employee, but I like, I was, it's funny that I got employed in the month because like looking back at it, I was a terrible employee at Dick's as a high school kid. Like I would skip work. Whenever I felt like it, I had a, in the back they have this warehouse where everything gets delivered and they have like all these clothes hanging up. And I literally crawled up on the second shelf and like laid out like a bed of winter coats and then put a bunch of winter coats in front. So I would go back there like hung over from parties and I'd take like 20, 30 minute naps in the warehouse on the second shelf of this, of the, of this storage of clothes because like no one can find me. No one's going to find me and walk out like, where'd you go? I was like, oh, I was taking a shit Actually, I was just getting a power nap in during my shift. And actually working there was pretty fun. We had these little radio things. You're supposed to radio to people in the back. And we figured out you could play with the channels. So Cracker Barrel was close to us. And we would change the radio station to Cracker Barrels Because it was color-based. It was like green was Dick's. Blue was another store. It was like blue, yellow, red, whatever. So we knew blue was Cracker Barrel. And we would switch the radio over to Cracker Barrel. And they were like putting orders in. And we are like saying shit in there. And they're like, wait, no, this is Dick's. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like waitresses are screaming at us and stuff. We just, we were menaces. Myself especially was a menace. But, you know, it was a pretty good first job, honestly, looking back on it. And like I said, made a lot of side cash. That side hustle was big for me at the time. I still can't believe I pulled that off. 
But uh, I was in deep, man. I had like 15 pairs of shoes for myself, and then I had probably sold, like I said, 20, 30 pairs of shoes by the end of it. So that money added up. Those are the days. You can definitely see like how drug dealers get in deep with their stuff because you get it's kind of an art stealing is an art i know it's like it's very morally wrong and not a good thing to do but it takes a lot of skill to be able to do that something i never really reflected on until i started telling the stories it takes a lot to be a thief (laughs) oh man it's funny recently i've been going out like i see people out that i know they're like oh talk to tom like like, why do you tell this? Like, why Why do you do that? Are you trying to blow up? Are you, try, are you trying to make it big? It's like, no shit. Obviously, everybody is trying to blow up. That Everybody's trying to make it big in whatever they're doing. Like, that's that's the goal. But for me, I don't mind telling stories and using myself as a guinea pig for this because my goal with Talks with Tom is to take care of my friends and family. I want to turn my friends and family into superstars make a name for them. I want to make them famous in any way, shape, or form. Whether it's on here, whether it's through a movie script, that's my goal with this. And I'm not going to stop until I get there because those are my ride or dies. And I told myself from the beginning of starting Talks with Tom, I was going to make it big enough to take care of the people that I love. And that's just that's just what it is. I used to always hear people, why would you tell that story? Why would you make that public? I don't understand why people will always act like, oh, and like, don't bring that up from the past. Like, why? It happened. It's done and over. But that doesn't mean it's not something that you learned from or something funny. It's not like it didn't happen. You can't just erase the past because you didn't necessarily like the outcome in the moment. You have to learn from it and grow from it. There's a difference, in my opinion, between being stuck in the past and learning from the past. Like, for me, telling these stories is almost therapeutic because I get to go look back on it and say, man, and at the time, like, that was really dumb, but... I learned this, this, and this from it, and it helped me grow. So if I can come on here and tell a couple stories about myself, sure, some people might think different of me, and, and so be it, right? That's that's not why I'm here. It's not about me. If I can take care of the people I love by doing this, and I can help somebody out there, whether it's get a laugh or learn a lesson, just make some type of positive impact on somebody's day, then this is completely worth it for me, whether that's one person or a million people. I just want to try to help make the world a better place. That's really the goal of this. And of course you want to blow up in the process. Everybody does. But to me, that's really just secondary. This just happens to be the career path that I picked. And I think everybody's really just trying to do the same thing. I don't know why we have to be so judgmental of people trying to chase their dreams in whatever capacity that is. So that was a hell of a ramble. It's going to take a lot of editing to get this cleaned up. But that's today's episode. Hope everyone's well. Talk some time. See no more. I was riding around town thinking to myself, is it gonna get easier? I'll be up in a way of the street and big, but I can't even breathe no more. What's it to me? What can I see? Taking shots by the lake till I can't even I think we're good. Make some type of positive...